tuned in to the Community Cats Podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats Podcast. We are thrilled to have a special extra episode today. I am your host, Stacey LeBaron, and I have been involved helping homeless cats for over 20 years with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. The goal of this podcast is to expose you to amazing people who are improving the lives of cats, and I hope these interviews will help you learn how you can turn your passion for cats into action. Today, we have Sterling Davis, Trap King, with us, as well as Mike Bricker, who is with Best Friends, and we are going to talk all about the Care Dare campaign. Um, so I want to welcome both of you to the show today. I'm so excited to dive into all of these details. Um, everybody knows Sterling. Um, but I would love to take a moment, first and foremost, to um, have Mike introduce himself to our audience and just uh, share a little bit about the work that he's doing. Awesome. Thank you so much, Stacey, for having us. Um, yeah, my name is Mike Bricker. I work for Best Friends in our InBed program. So uh, the easiest way to, to kind of talk about that, it's like bar rescue for, for animal shelters. So they send me to shelters that need some help uh, as far as lifesaving goes, and I help to turn around uh, those shelters. And then my work with CARE um, I'm actually the director of care centers. So that's a pretty cool thing. And that's how I met Sterling uh, in Atlanta. And uh, we are, you know, finding proximate leaders, leaders in animal welfare that really are outside of the animal welfare bubble. And we're helping them uh, really just make this a bigger thing for them and their community. So yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. For folks that are not um, aware of CARE, I did interview James um, Evans earlier this year. And so you can go to the Community Cats podcast uh, website and just search Evans and you can pull up that podcast if you want to find more information out about the CARE centers. But in a snippet, Mike, can you just share a little bit about what CARE is all about? Yeah, CARE is all about bringing diversity into animal welfare, animal welfare as a whole is lacking in that category. There's not a, a lot of people that have, there's not a lot of diverse voices when it comes to solving some of these, these big issues. Um, so that's what CARE is all about. It's bringing diversity into animal welfare through narratives and through action um, like care centers. So Sterling, we have you here again today, which is just fantastic. So we have this Care Dare campaign. Is this something that you thought of or did it come through conversations with the folks at CARE? What is it and how did it come about? You know, I don't want, I can't take full credit for it. And thank you. Thank you first for having me again. I can't take full credit for it because uh, I was, I remember sitting at the table actually with Mike and James and we were piecing everything together. And it seemed like, like most of the things that I've been doing since I've been working with CARE, the missions just aligned. So it was, it, it just started clicking as soon as, we mentioned it. It was like, well, why don't we take it here? Why don't we take it a step further? Why don't we do it like this? Because like I said, the mission aligned is we want to get the word out. And this is a tool that I think will get the word out. We've actually had some situations where I went out trapping with care and I had the police called on me. So we want to we want to raise awareness to why TNR is important. It's still we still want to get the word out and hopefully get more people engaged. So I can't take credit for the idea as a whole, but it was, you know, it was me. And usually if it's some crazy cat rescue and idea, I'm, I'm somewhere in there. <laughs> so what we want to do is the care dare is there's we want to set the record for the most cats trapped by an individual in a 24 hour period. So from 12 to 12, I'm going to be up a full 24 hours. Uh, we're looking to set 
uh, 300 traps, probably more. And we want to set the record. And this is, you know, I, I want to explain this and, you know, be pretty transparent with it. This isn't the thing because I've had so many people say, OK, Trap King, you think you're the best guy to ever trap some cats, huh? Like, no, that is not the thing. There has been some amazing individuals that have been doing this even before I was born. But what I want to do is challenge people to get engaged and do it more. So if you want to beat the Trap King, because there's a lot of people out there already doing it better. But I'm hoping that every kitten season we can have people come out, uh, look to break this record and more than anything, spread the word, spread the word. And if it's, it's something we can get going like I, like it looks like we're doing, then I'll be able to pull up, put a crown on your head like, hey, you the trap queen. Now you did your thing. It's, it's you now. So it's to raise awareness is to get more people engaged and just another fun way like with, with cat rescue. And we've talked about this before, Stacey, um, animal rescue as a whole, uh, the compassion fatigue and burnout is tough. So I'm always thinking of fun ways to engage and get more people uh, involved. So that's what we're doing. And this is happening around May 20th, correct? Right. From May 20th to the 22nd. All right. 20- so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Sure. Uh, the 22nd is the main day. That's going to be the day that, you know, the cats are having their surgeries and stuff like that. Um, we're going to have a cool location where we're going to have some like food trucks and things. We're going to do cat adoptions there as well. So uh, it's going to be an awesome event. Is that a specific clinic that's going to be doing all the 300 or 150 or whatever the number is of surgeries? So we have a couple clinics that have uh, that have joined us, and it's been amazing. Um, the biggest is Paces Ferry uh, Veterinary Hospital. They're doing 150 cats for us. They're fixing. So we are just so excited that they jumped <laughs> on board. Uh, Atlanta Humane is doing around 70, and then Good Views is going to do another 30. So um, we are still looking for maybe one more hospital to take us to that 300 cat uh, threshold, but uh, but we'll see. I mean. We are just so excited. And like Sterling was saying, you know, we are trying to bring more people into the cat movement as a whole. You know, I think I've worked for animal shelters for the past 10, 12 years and cats are the underdogs, oddly enough. And then if you look at community cats, they're even further down the line as far as people not realizing how much help they need and how easy it is for just regular citizens to jump in and help. So we want this event to be a catalyst and something that's going to be going to happen annually and just grow and grow and grow and really bring the attention to community cats that uh, deserves to be there. So I'm going to wear my um, my judge's hat sure. because this will these will be some of the questions that I'm going to ask. So there's a lot of strategy around trapping, even without trying to do like super trapping event. There's a lot of strategy about how to what colonies to approach. Uh, what sort of equipment to use, what sort of traps to use, what sort of bait to use, whether to use a drop trap. I mean, in the strategy of accomplishing the goals of the numbers, are there any limits? Limits as far as how many cats we can get or what? Or limits like, so can you use a drop trap? I mean, if this turns into a national wide sort of competition, and I don't want to use it as a competition, but a nationwide collection or a nationwide trapping event, can we use our drop traps? Can we trap in a barn that has 50 cats and they're all in the barn? You know, I mean, I I know the way that trappers think, try to think about, well, how can we get the system going here? And so just trying to think about it, would there be any limits in this? No, I mean, I don't think so. You know, I mean, I think this is one of those things working in animal welfare. I like that it's a competition, you know, because we're all competing to what save more lives like that is how can you not get behind that? So 
I mean, I don't think there's any way that somebody can like cheat, you know, like if you catch a cat that needs to be fixed, we're good. You did it. Um, yeah, we just, <laughs> yeah, we just need you saving, rescuing these cats, spreading the word, like however you do it, wherever you do it. If we see the ear tip, hey, that's what I'm talking about. Like we want to get the cats rescued and do it in a fun way. I know some people going to probably find loopholes. Like you said, Stacy, I could, as soon as you said that, I'm like, Oh yeah, somebody's going to be at a barn, like get them all. Like, <laughs> right. Or like the, the, the colony will come to their attention in January and they'll like hold it you know, <laughs> until May and say, you know, this is, this is, I'm saving this one up for that time, you know, that kind of thing. Because, you know, it, it's just, it's the way that the mind works. And, oh, yeah. and, and of course, also, then there's this, you have to follow the guidelines of your clinics because you don't want someone bringing like two or three cats in a trap, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, right. The clinic is not going to be your friend after that day. So, no you know, there are certain, what we would think would be common sense, human behaviors that we would think wouldn't happen, might happen. So just for folks that are working with clinics, with regards to the clinics that you're working with, Sterling, I mean, how are you having to present those cats in the traps? Do they, can they have newspaper in there or do they have to have everything out? I mean, what is, what are the rules when you bring a cat to a clinic? Well, I'm going to tell you, most clinics, pretty much everybody would prefer to, for you to have a pee pad or some newspaper in there because, you know, that can get pretty messy. But definitely in a trap. I, I know a lot of people, a lot of times, even when I worked for the shelter, people would try to come in and bring a cat in a carrier, a regular carrier, and say, hey, this is a TNR kitty. That's not TNR kitty. A cat needs to be in his or her carrier uh, covered. And I don't, everybody doesn't require pee pads or newspaper, but I would highly recommend for the transport vehicle that you're using to bring it to the vet and for the vet during the process, because those babies have to use the bathroom and it can be uncomfortable, you know, stepping on the actual trap. If you have something, a layer of something over there, it's not as uncomfortable for the kitty. So, right. But no food in there and just trying, nah. trying to keep it so that they're not they just don't have a lot of trash in there. Put it that way. Yeah. And you don't you want to. And that's why we have a lot of the volunteers trained, you know, volunteers that we're working with so that we don't make a lot of those mistakes because it's not the cats don't need to eat before surgery. Things to that degree are the things we want to make sure that we keep an eye on and we do it right, because this isn't something this isn't just like, hey, look at us. We're about to break a record. No, this is for the cats and to get something started that will carry on that will continue to help mission so you mentioned volunteers so you have a group of people working with you to do this sort of trapping campaign it's not sterling going around to all the individual traps and physically picking them up you have delegates basically so i'm glad you brought up volunteers yeah we do have a bunch of volunteers uh best friends animal societies uh, is helping us out with that they have a location in atlanta and they have a bunch of volunteers that once they heard about what sterling's doing they they jumped up and they want to join. So that's, that's amazing. But Sterling's really going to be doing almost all of this work. The, the volunteers are going to be there to help out and, you know, provide, you know, make sure that the cats are safe once they're trapped, make sure that they get covered right away, make sure those, those cats get tagged, but actually setting the traps, picking the traps up, placing them in the vehicles to be transported to the vet. That's going to be your boy right here, Trap King. <laughs> He's right. going to be doing it. So, so uh, like the volunteers will be used for like monitoring. And then yep. for your holding area, how are you staging a holding area or is it all happening within the clinics? It's going to happen within the individual clinics. 
Um, and I assume you're going to pull food, Sterling. You pull food 48 hours in advance or 24. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So the locations, because, of course, we that's usually the, the struggle with with TNR is that, you know, the feeders don't want to stop feeding. So 24 to 48 hours, all the locations, I'm going to have the feeders uh, pull the food. Like, please stop feeding, because that is usually a, <laughs> the main but deal or one of the main reasons yeah. that can mess up the TNR, the trapping, because I'd, I've had it happen a ton of times where people would keep feeding. So it made it kind of difficult. How did you identify your colonies? We're actually still identifying them. Honestly, we're, right now we're still finding more trailer uh, parks that we want to go to, as well as um, just various locations throughout Atlanta that's still reaching out. Like they hearing about the event. They like, oh, my goodness, like I need we have some cats over here. We have some cats over here. And that's another good thing, too, because even just in looking for these spots, we found and been able to educate more people just within that. Yeah, just the just the thought of the event is bringing people out in droves and uh, talking to us about the community cats um, of Atlanta. You know what? One thing that we're going to do once we get all the locations, we're going to map it out. So that way Sterling has a good path. And then we're going to try to get it uh, some of these locations closer. Now that we know that that Paces Ferry is willing to do so many cats uh, and fix so many cats for us, we're going to pick locations that are closer um, to to that vet location, um, which we weren't you know, we weren't really looking in that area previously. So, so that changes things up a little bit. Um, okay. So the elephant in the room is money makes the world go round. And so who is paying for all these surgeries? Yeah. So that's going to be a combination too. Um, Best Friends Animal Society is coming in in a big way and helping us out a ton uh, with surgeries, surgical supplies. They helped us connect with uh, Paces Ferry. Then we have Tito's. Uh, Tito's donated $10,000 for this. We have the Tabor Foundation that donated another $10,000. And we're still looking for, I think, like around $20,000 in funds to kind of make this 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 event go smoothly. Um, and those donations would go to CARE. So that's careawo.org, C-A-R-E-A-W-O.org. And uh, you can find the donation link. We also have an Amazon wish list that we, we posted on our social media for things like uh, towels and sheets and... Uh, the, the, the PP pads and, and, and French fry trays and all sorts of stuff. So uh, we have that as well. I'm shocked that Atlanta Humane doesn't have a few towels they can share. I mean, that's always the uh, the shelters. I, I've, I have sorted through many a laundry room in my history. So I was like, you know, don't buy those brand new, I would say. You know, I, I just after this posting, if I put out there, you guys need towels, just give me the address and we'll get them there. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. And I'm sure Atlantic Maine probably will have some for us. And and with the traps and with all the supplies that we use, you know, CARE's not keeping any of those supplies. So we're going to give those back to rescues and shelters in the Atlanta area, including those traps. So those 300 traps, we're going to then gift those out afterwards. Shout out to Tomahawk, too, as far oh. as the traps go, because we we are like all of these traps that we have we're donating them right back out because we're not, you know, we're we we going to do it and then we're going to get these traps back out so people can do it as well and get to it. That's like I said, we want to engage folks. So the traps yeah. are going back out. And Tomahawk yeah. is a great company. They are a, a supporter of our uh, TNR certification workshops and nice. um, they have uh, graciously offered a discount code for our supporters. So it's DCNC21. If there are any trappers out there that are not in the Atlanta area and taking advantage of 
these 300 wonderful traps, which would be like, you know, the holidays in Atlanta for a lot of trappers really put some bows on it and it'll be just like everybody will be thrilled. Um, But if you're across the country and other places, DCNC21 and you'll get a 10% discount off the uh, various traps that Tomahawk has, which uh, there's new new gravity trap. I don't know if you've tried it, Sterling, but yeah, a new gravity trap that uh, Brian Cordes at Neighborhood Cats worked on with them and um, then they've got a various other, you know, really they've got like a corner around trap. They've got all these different designs. So it's really interesting how they're really trying to work the work the situation. Yeah, we ordered we actually ordered a bunch of the the gravity traps. And I because I saw those at a cat convention before the pandemic and it they were just I was like, wow, look at these traps, especially that the gravity trap that was like all black. I was like, oh, man, I want that trap. And then I even saw the round one, too that I'm uh I haven't caught a cat in yet but I'm anxious to try it out some more because that was a different and, and you want to like different traps different baits you want to be able to switch it up so that's that's dope I like that no there's a lot more tools coming out for our trappers too I think there's a lot more development happening to be able to help us be more effective trappers you know out in the community and that that kind of thing I have actually, I've also seen that some individuals have been doing fundraising campaigns for the Care Dare. Is there actually a way to do that? Or is, is that just folks choosing to do that on their own? People just, I mean, this has just been such an amazing experience. From the second that we started talking about it, I mean, people just started doing that on their own. They started these fundraisers to, to raise funds for Sterling and for Care. So it's just been it's been great. So yeah, if you want to start your own Facebook fundraiser uh, and have care as the beneficiary, all that money and just put in the notes that it's for the care dare, that money will go directly towards this challenge. Uh, and and again, this isn't the only one. We're going to do this every single year. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't want it to seem like it's the, it's the last. Like okay. this is this is to carry on. This is the beginning. Oh, it's excellent. It's excellent. Um, I do think that you'll have best practices after you go through it this year, you'll learn things and then you'll be like, okay, if somebody wants to do this in Arizona, these are some thoughts and ideas about, you know, how we can make it better, you know, lessons learned. I mean, after being up for 24 hours, Sterling will have be like, oh, I learned a lot over the last 24 hours and, oh and that gosh. kind of thing. Um, and um, like a toolkit almost yeah. afterwards that kind of, you know, everything that we learned going forward, you know, uh, some of the surprises or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a good first event. Um, and yeah, we, we want to make sure that we make it easy for everybody to do it afterwards. I think this is absolutely wonderful and fantastic. So Mike, are there any like last details that you'd like to share with us before we sign off today? Um, just that, you know, we, even if you want to come during that day, that'd be great. We're, we we would love everybody to be there. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a really, really cool event. Uh, we want as many people involved as possible. If you are um, like a community cat group and you want to participate in either this event or events in the future, please let us know. Reach out. Um, we want to collect those names and we want to give you guys first access at those toolkits and, and any of the information that we learn um, from this event going forward. But it's just exciting. I feel like this is, it's been long enough that there hasn't been like enough buzz about community cats. So I think this is a great step forward. And as humble as Sterling tries to be, I feel like he is, you know, the king of this. And I think he, he, he brings so many cool things to the table. I mean, it's just inspiring to be around the guy. Uh, he lives and breathes 
community cats and it's just amazing. And um, I just, I'm so excited that, you know, this event is really, you know, pushing him towards the light too. I mean, I feel like, I mean, he gets a lot of press. I love it. Uh, but there can always be more. So this is awesome. Sterling, what is your past nice. record? Have you done this before um, to try and set a record? No, usually it was just when I worked for the county shelter, I was just out all night doing way too much. <laughs> so it was just personal records with myself. I'd go out and be like, okay, I'm starting at 11. I'm not stopping until four in the morning. I need 100 cats tonight or I need 50 cats tonight. Like I'm going to go back and forth. I used to do that all the time. That made it fun for me. Like it was fun to challenge myself. So I'm hoping uh, people see the same thing get involved, want to challenge themselves or challenge me. And just ultimately, again, like that's the I, I just want to promote working together, rescuing the kitties like me and my buddy, Shannon, Smush Mom. Y'all know Smush. We are we've been yelling same team forever. So this is just another thing where it's like, let's come together. Um, let's find fun ways to help accomplish something that's bigger than us, which is these these kitties rescue. So I'm just I'm hoping that people see this and like, yeah, we about to beat the king. Then we about to beat this guy we about to break this record next year. We got this. That's what I'm hoping for. The record to be broken over and over and over again. <laughs> Sounds great. I think this is going to be the next uh, million cat challenge. But for TNR. Right. Right. Yeah, that would be so, right. All right, everybody. So it's the Care Dare, and it is the surgeries are happening on May 22nd, but trapping will be before that period of time, and then they will be released probably on the 23rd, maybe some on the 24th, but um, that is the, uh, the scoop. So check it out. I'm sure Sterling will be sharing info on his website and on, on, on his social media, as well as as the Care website, and possibly even some on Best Friends, I would think, too. So just yeah, keep a lookout. Mike, any specific location you want people to check into for if they want to watch the play-by-play? -play? Yeah, the CARE website. The CARE website is going to have the most update um, information and, and also Sterling. You know, that whole day, uh, Sterling's going to have a personal, a couple people with him videotaping the whole thing and uh, somebody doing social media too. So this is going to be like a live event. It's I just am so excited for this. Oh, yeah. The care website again, just so that everybody has it again, Mike. Yep. It's care, C A R E A W O dot org. Excellent. All right. Well, Mike and Sterling, I want to thank you so much for joining me for this very special episode Breaking News by the Community Cats <laughs> podcast. Um, and I hope everybody will be following on May 22nd. Awesome. Congratulations. Good luck, guys. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this week. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We love to hear what you think, and a five-star review really helps others find the show. You can also join the conversation with listeners, cat caretakers, and me on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to hit follow or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single show. Thanks for listening, and thank you for everything that you do to help create a safe and healthy world for cats. Wow.